This is Country 104. Uh, okay, here we go. Good morning. Country mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104. Alabama, they have a store called Unclaimed Baggage. So anything that's left on an airplane, anything that's left at the airport that they couldn't reunite with their owners ends up at this store called Unclaimed Baggage, and and, and you can buy it. Wait a minute. So this, this company, they don't have to purchase any products. They don't have to have any sort of overhead. They just got to open up a shop, and they get random items brought to them at any point and then they resell them to the public i'm i'm <laughs> assuming i mean when you put it that way it's a pretty genius business it's plan genius. I'm, assu- <laughs> I'm assuming there's some kind of deal that they've worked at with the airport that they have to buy it or, or something or who knows what but so because of covid people can't actually go into the store so they've put everything online and last night I was going through it and people take some crazy things with them on vacation. One of the things that you could buy from unclaimed baggage was a suit of armor. Like, like a suit of armor, like a medieval suit of armor. Yeah. Like a silver one with like the helmet, the shield, the the metal plates and all that stuff. You, you could get it all. I don't know who would take that to the airport. That would have to be an oversized baggage. And then forget about it. I feel like you would know if you left the airport without your suit of armor. Yeah. Uh, but, but that was something you could buy. Uh, somebody, you know, forgot a fishing spear, uh, fly fishing rods, pool cues. There was also anti-radiation boxer briefs. Just in case you're a little concerned, uh, anti-radiation. <laughs> <laughs> but what would that protect? That only protects one area of your body. Country 104. It, there was a study done that showed 46% of people, so almost half of people who are working from home remotely, roll out of bed less than 10 minutes before they start work from home. Leanne, are you part of that 46% or do you get up a little bit earlier? I feel like you get up a little bit earlier if I'm being totally honest. I'm I'm cringing because of course you asked me this question today. My first day back after vacation. What I'm here for. When waking... So, I mean, the first day back after vacation is, is always tough. It's always hard to get back into the swing of things, especially when you wake up at 4 a.m. So I'll full, f- I'll be perfectly honest. Full disclosure, my alarm went off this morning. I hit snooze. Absolutely. And I accidentally fell back. As- I fell back asleep without, and my, my snooze alarm didn't go off. Oh, no. So I did like the... The, the rollover and the, the <gasps> I did it. No, no, no. So, and I, I woke, I kid you not. The reason I'm wearing a baseball hat today is because I woke up at four 50. <laughs> That's fantastic. I but on, remember but on a regular day, on a regular day, yeah. I'm up just after four o'clock. Yeah. So normally this morning was an anomaly for me. Um, but normally like I wake up around like 10, or like 6.50 or 4, or uh, sorry, 6.50. 6.50, I, this show wouldn't be going on <laughs> yeah. right now. But like 3.50, 4 o'clock or so, I normally get up at. The two weeks that I worked from home, I was getting up about 15 minutes later. So I was getting up a quarter after 4. Because then after like I'm done, like I get, I get up, I go through the motions of showering, make your coffee, I walk the dog, feed her and everything. I don't have to 
walk to work. Like that's a 15, 20 minute venture that I normally have to plan for in the mornings. But because you don't have to do that extra commute, you take those extra 15, 20 minutes and you put them into sleep. (laughs) That's that's what you do it for. Yeah, that's that's one of the perks of working from home. And then especially also, I mean, while we're doing our show, I've got my coffee going. I've got my breakfast. I didn't have to worry about getting that all done before leaving yeah. for the office. So, so if anybody tries to tell me that they wake up the same time, if not earlier while they're working from home. No, no, no. I call BS. Yeah. I, I, I'm seeing through your lies right now. Country 104. If you're maybe shopping online, you're wondering, should you, should you not buy it? Can you get a better deal? The average person will spend 43 minutes shopping around online before hitting that checkout, before hitting the purchase button. They'll spend 43 minutes making sure they've got the best deal possible. You know, it's funny. I I hear that 43 minutes and I think there's no way I do that. But now that I think about it more and more and more, I absolutely probably spend around that time, if not more, especially when I'm like, when I am trying to pan out, because you got to find different deals, right? If you're trying to buy a specific item, like for example, like when we got bored for a little bit, my girlfriend and I, we wanted to to buy something that we could both like we could entertain both of us. So we went out, we bought a Nintendo Wii mm-hmm. before we bought it. We were going through different deals and different uh, packages that were bundled together to get the best deal possible. So we bought one that came with two controllers two of the, like, the little nunchuck things that you attach to the controller, <laughs> two of the steering wheels, and Mario Kart, and it cost us, like, 80 bucks or something. So, hey, like, that this- was the best deal we found. Yeah. Also, I feel like th- th- that sounds like you got a ton for $80. Exactly. So sounds, the, you, the 43 minutes or more than 43 minutes you spent was totally it, worth it. Right. It paid off. Exactly. You're not just doing it aimlessly because you are you just are indecisive. Like It, it, it all went towards a, the greater good. <laughs> towards more fun on Nintendo Wii. More more fun, more Mario Kart. I mean, have, have you noticed yourself do something similar like that? So, okay, yes and no. I mean, I find because we're stuck at home, I'm not going to the mall. I'm not going shopping. I'm not going out to restaurants. I'm, I'm not spending as much money as I normally would be. So if I see something I like online... <laughs> I'm hitting the I'm hitting the purchase button a little more frequently than I would have before because I'm like, I'll buy this t-shirt. I haven't bought a new t-shirt in three months. I don't care if it's sixty dollars. I want it because I don't have any other ones. I thought you were gonna say three days for a second. <laughs> you waited three days. <laughs> it's been three days. I've been good. Purchase. <laughs> Country 104. Good morning, all you cool cats and kittens. (laughs) I had to do it. I had to. Yeah, you did. So, obviously, if you've been living under a rock and don't know what that means, that was uh, the iconic intro that Carol Baskin had uh, on the Tiger King anytime she made a web video. So, there was a lot of controversy surrounding her and I think to this day there still is. Uh, I mean, there's there's controversy regarding every character on that show. Let's be honest yeah, here. Yeah. But uh, Carol Baskin is now out back into the world and making more news and headlines for something that she has been doing for any of her fans that want to get a personalized message from her. Yeah, so if you've ever heard of Cameo, it's this website you can go to and, and you pay celebrities or notable people and they'll do birthday shout outs, they'll, you know, deliver messages and you can get a personalized video 
from Carol Baskin. Now it's going to cost you 199 bucks, but, <laughs> but you can get a personalized video from Carol Baskin. Uh, the, the only stipulation, she says, uh, any questions about her dead husband are off the table. That's understandable, I guess, to a certain extent. But um, it's funny, you, you think about it, and you go, well, okay, what would it sound like? Well, we actually have audio of a message that she made personally for someone you may or may not recognize, Miss Mackenzie Porter. Take a listen. Hey, all you cool cats and kittens who are running country radio stations. It's Carol Baskin at Big Cat Rescue, and I would really like for you to consider playing Mackenzie Porter's song called These Days. It's already outperforming other songs that are already the top 30 on the chart. So give it a try. Stay cool, cats. <laughs> oh. I feel personally attacked from that. It's like, it's so good, but it's so bad. And it's kind the worst. of cringy. We're getting messages from uh, Country 104 listener Justin. He says, I, I cannot stand that Carol Baskin. He's got a few choice words for her. And he says, she was so annoying. So annoying. Country 104. McDonald's dollar cone days <laughs> are back next, next Tuesday. I think it's a week today, actually. They're back on July 14th. Wow. That's a big like, deal. Right? It's it's like the internet knew that I was just jonesing for something cool and delicious and also a dollar. And <laughs> the internet always knows. And, you know, there, there are so many great ways to cool off. Obviously, if you have, you got yourself a pool, if you happen to have a, a cottage with a lake, like, you know, like Yulian, that's, that cools you down real quick. But if you're in the city and you don't have those options, one of the best ways to cool down is to go get, you know, a nice, a nice, nice cold treat. And whether it is the dollar cones or it's the Wendy's Frosty, the 99 cent Frosty, you know, they have all those deals Ooh, all summer long. Yeah. So, good. so we want to know today, which of the two is the better deal? Is it the dollar cone or is it the 99 cent frosty? I don't okay, I don't know if it's a better deal, but I will tell you it is always my favorite. It makes my soul happy, and that is the 99 cent chocolate frosty. It's so good. I mean, like think back to your childhood. You're playing a game of a baseball or softball on a Saturday afternoon. You finish the game, you hop in the car, and on the way home, you get yourself a frosty, right? I will admit that the vanilla frosty, do you dip the fries in it? It's that hits differently. Kyle, I am going to break your heart right now. I didn't tell you this earlier. Wendy's has discontinued the vanilla frosty. Well, that's why I'm picking the cone. <laughs> wow, that's frustrating. I I I haven't I don't know anybody that has ever ordered a vanilla frosty. You got to go you chocolate. Have you not ever had I've had the chocolate. You don't do the vanilla with the dip the french fry? Oh, you, it's you like dip a the funnel french cake. You dip the French fry in the chocolate frosty. It's not as good. It's not as good. But anyways, if I'm going to pick between <laughs> the two, I'm going to go with the the dollar cone, but I'm not going to do the vanilla or the chocolate. I'm going to do the vanilla chocolate swirl oh. because they have that option with the dollar cones. They do not have that option with the frosty. Country 104. Over in England, there's a museum called the Yorkshire Museum, and they started an internet challenge. They have challenged museums around the world to find the best museum 
bum or derriere if you want to sound fancy but they posted a picture of they have a, a big sculpture of an athlete so they posted a picture of the sculptures butt online and they they challenged everybody else who said Let, let's see your best museum butt why was this the thing that they decided to do like not coolest monument or oldest artifact no we're going statue butts and that's because it's it's funny. I clicked on it. I wanted to see the butts. They got you I, with the clickbait. They got right. you with it. I will and, say the one that Yorkshire Museum, it's it's a good butt. It's a little chip in the right buttocks, but you know, it's 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 a it's a solid start. And then you keep scrolling and you I mean, I I'm concerned that I've opened this link on my work computer and it's just a bunch of sculpture butts. I'm concerned I'm going to get a flag or a call from HR a little bit later on this morning. Uh but I but. mean, I might I'm but <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's funny. I I like that they're trying to encourage and engage people at the museum in a slightly unorthodox way. So the hashtag is hashtag best museum bum. Uh, the best entry so far goes to Grant Museum of Zoology, who submitted the bumblebee, the bumblebee bum. And is <laughs> they 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 claimed it the floofiest technical term. In quotes, bum must surely go to the bee hawk moth, which is, I guess, a type of bee. But they literally just pictured a type of of, of bee and just said, there's our butt. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Country 104. Is the world's largest enamel bar the uh, the most Canadian thing? Is that the most Canadian world record? And I found, Kyle, some of the, uh, the most Canadian Guinness world records that have been set. Okay, let's go for it. Let's hear them out. The largest maple leaf in the world, 53 centimeters wide. 53 cent. That's huge. <laughs> I, did, I did the hands thing where I had to like hold my hands apart to see. My goodness. That's like the size, like that would cover your body. It'd be like a blanket. That's yeah, wild. Maple leaf. Uh, oh another uh, Guinness World Record set by Canadians. The most disliked YouTube video in the world i know this one i think <laughs> it's justin bieber's baby music video most disliked music video in the entire world yeah no i i i remember reading or hearing about that like this was this was set years ago this is not news this is not a new <laughs> record that was just set this has been there for quite some time uh also you know speaking of something that's been there for quite a long time uh Levant park of course right in the heart of london that is the world's oldest baseball field oh yeah that's pretty world's awesome oldest baseball diamond and uh, another thing that of course is a record set by us canadians the largest hockey stick in the world how big is that uh, I think it was said it was 205 feet long. What do you mean, all of Canada to use that stick? <laughs> yeah. That's wild. Country 104. Did I see this right? Is there a gigantic billboard <laughs> of you in Tennessee right now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so crazy. I um, I think that that was up for last week. Um, for release week, but yeah, I would drive by it on Eighth Avenue and be like, "This is the weirdest thing ever," but so cool, crazy. Okay, tell me you got out of the car the first time you saw it and and, and took a picture with it. I mean, come on, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, I totally did. <laughs> <laughs> Moment, this is so cool. So I'm very thankful for that.
That is so fantastic. And I mean, you know, with the big billboard and you are getting you know, quotes left, right and center, I'm going to read you one here and it's from Music Row Aww. and it says Tennille Towns is the future. Get on board now. I mean, did you did you Aww. ever think that that things like these were going to be said about you, but just so soon in your career, too? <laughs> no, it just blows <laughs> me away. I'm so thankful. And and um, it just it's it's the dream. It's the thing I've always wanted to do. And it just makes me so happy to get to be able to wake up and, and play music. Country 104 probably said a trigger word that falsely gets the device to to glow or light up or or listen for for anything and with every different one there are different trigger words so for alexa some of the trigger words include unacceptable don't know how election and a letter a letter a lecture a letter those make sense those kind of sound like if if you were slurring Alexa or not saying it properly, I could see how that might pick it up. If you if you come home from a night out and you walk in the door and you're like, <laughs> election, play. Set my alarm. <laughs> uh, ones for the Google Home include OK Cool and OK Who is Reading. That's a, oh. uh, that one's, do you have one, Leanne, at your place? Yeah. yeah, so I've got my Google Home. I can see it from here. So you want me to say... Okay, cool. Oh, oh, it worked. It worked, really? It, it lit up. Okay. What? I mean, it sounds close enough to it. So, I mean, that makes sense where you say, like, I don't want to set everyone's devices off. So, I don't want to say it here because <laughs> I could be. Uh, one for Siri would be a city and hey, Jerry. Yeah. If you say, hey, Jerry. Hey, Siri. Hey, Jerry. Ima- imagine you live in a household and your name is Jerry. And every time like your wife walks in and goes, hey, Jerry, Siri goes off. And you're just like, oh, Siri. Country 104. My brain did not want to consider the possibility that it could be real. I just automatically assumed I automatically wanted it to be fake. Yeah. And, you know, the picture we're talking about, that's I'm sure, you know, most of you saw as well. But if you didn't. It's a photo of what looks like just this giant bat. Yes, I said bat hanging upside down. And everyone was uh, suspected that, you know, it's fake or it's photoshopped or anything like that. And it was a caption saying, uh, you know, this bat can grow up. It has a wingspan of 1.7 meters, where if you don't know, it's about five. It's about five foot six in terms of height. And, you know, people started freaking out about it because it looks it looks like a Halloween costume that someone put on and tried to punk someone with. Yeah. And turned out these are real. Like this is a real thing in the Philippines. I wish you didn't tell me that. I wish I did not know that. So they're called the giant golden crowned flying fox. It's not even called a bat. But anyways, they're found in the Philippines, has a wingspan of up to five, uh, five feet, six inches. Now, the, the silver lining in this, despite how big they are, these bats are vegetarians and consume primarily fruit. So they're not out here going after, not like giant (laughs) vampire bats that are coming to take over the world. Um, And they're actually, they're they're not, they don't harm humans in any way. Can you imagine though? Okay, so their their wingspan is almost as long as I am tall. Their bodies are, you know, shorter. Their bodies are what, maybe from like... Top of your head to the bottom of your torso, you were saying? Yeah. So a couple feet. Give or take, probably like two, two and a half feet. 
But but can you imagine seeing something with a five and a half foot wingspan flying towards you? Can you imagine you've had a cup? You, you, you're at the bar with your friends. You've had a couple of beers. You're walking home and you see something with a five and a half foot wingspan flying at you. No, I'm out. I'm out. Country 104. There's a guy. He's from Ontario. His name is Jose Lima. He's 69 years old. He's a retired electrician. And he decided to check his pockets after years. He had, a, he had an, uh, it looks years. like an old, uh, it looks like a jacket he had lent to his friend. <gasps> Plot twist. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. So he gets, he gets the jacket back. <laughs> he checks the pockets. Years later, there's a lottery ticket. He won a hundred thousand dollars. So let me just, because this is a part of the story that I did not know. I didn't know either. So he didn't have the jacket. Check the pockets when he got it back from his friend and found a lottery ticket. Did he buy the ticket or was this his buddy? I I see what I mean. Plot twist. This is now a huge dilemma of morals and. I just I, mean, maybe, I need to know more about this. It this doesn't really why, explain it. This is why when you buy a lottery ticket, I mean maybe it wasn't years because you only have so many so much time to claim your lottery ticket. So it might have just been a, a couple months. It might have been a couple of weeks. I don't know. But um, he said he he discovered an old winning ticket in a jacket he had lent to his friend. And this is why you gotta whenever you get your ticket, you gotta sign it right away. Yeah, right? you, yeah, you really do. Uh, and, and the best part is because, you know, he's almost 70 years of age. He, you know, is retired and he's just looking to do some. And uh, the best part about it is that he retired. He used the winnings to buy himself a good old fashioned cottage, which he plans to use for leisure time and boating. So, I mean, that's what you do, right? When you're retired. I mean, maybe a couple right. bucks here and there to the grandkids or the kids. But other than that, buy yourself a cottage, get yourself a nice little boat and, 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 take it retirement in and enjoy it in every facet. But I need to know the other part of the story is if it's his lottery ticket or not, or if it's his right? buddies. This oh is, my gosh. This is going to eat away at me. Country 104. There's a, a woman in uh, San Francisco. She's 29 years old. Her name is Demi Skipper. And she has launched this thing on TikTok. It's called the Trade Me Project. She started with a bobby pin. And so far, she has made 14 trades. And just yesterday, I think she posted a video. She has now traded that bobby pin for a brand new... <laughs> iPhone, what is it, an iPhone 11 worth $1,000 How? from a bobby pin. How? This is wild. She started like three months ago, and she's only made 12 trades. That's the she- other impressive part. Like, normally you would think it would take like 100 trades to get here, but she's only made 12 trades. So in 12 trades, in 12 swaps, she's mm-hmm. gone from a bobby pin to a $1,500 cell phone. Right. That's insane. You you are a master at your craft if you can find a way to do that. I need to they need to do a master class so I can figure out how to do that. That way I don't have to pay for a thing again. I'm just going to trade everything up. I'm going to start with this pen in my hand and I'm going to get a boat out of this. You just watch me. Country 104. Yeah, it was uh, another one of those days. So I it was so hot yesterday that we had our AC unit set at about 70. It's like 70 degrees Fahrenheit, Mm -hmm. and it was coming in at 78. Like, it just couldn't 
function to make it that much colder. Okay, I'm curious. I'm curious. So this this is probably going to blow your mind. Right now, my AC is set for 77. Interesting. It's set yes. for 77. Well, the reason yes. we have it set so like so cold is it it starts in the bedroom and it's got to work its way out to the entire apartment. So it's, so we try to put it a little bit colder so that when it does push out to like the living room, the kitchen and and the rest of the place, by the time it gets to where you want it to be, it feels like 77 everywhere else. Yeah. So (laughs) that's the reason it's nice and cool at night. So we actually have a chance to like, we just, it, you just, it's the best thing ever. We talked about this last week about what would you rather sleep in hot or cold and it's freezing in there. So you just like bury yourself in blankets and it's an absolute dream. Yeah, you know what? We did talk about that last week. Would you rather sleep in a hot room with no AC all summer or a cold room with no heat all winter? And I said a hot room all summer. I think I think I think I jinxed us this week. I think I brought this heat wave. Yeah, I think you asked for it. it. That was the problem. It's karma, and now I'm eating my words. Now I want the cold weather back. Country 104. Whenever you get a chance to go to a theme park like Canada's Wonderland and, and hop on the roller coasters and you, you ride the behemoth or the leviathan or whatever the newest one there is, even the <laughs> older ones are a great time. One of my favorite rides there is is the Wild Beast just because you're getting thrown around, it's bumpy, you're screaming, you're yelling. But apparently a, a theme park in in, in Japan is... Not going to let you do that. Yeah. So, in, like, so Kidna's Wonderland, I totally know what you're talking about. Great Canadian Mindbuster. Mindbuster, so, yes. So great. So great. So, Kidna's Wonderland is, of course, you know, closed for the foreseeable future. Uh, but over in Japan, they have reopened one of their parks called Fuji Q Highland. And they, they have some new. Uh, things that they've implemented to make sure that you're not spreading COVID-19 while you're there. And one of... <laughs> this is going to sound so ridiculous. One of their new rules is when you're on a ride, of course, you have to keep your hands and your feet inside the cart at all times. And they also ask you to keep your screams in your heart. That's their words exactly. Please keep your screams in your heart they don't want you screaming as you ride down these massive roller coasters i don't think that's physically possible for some people (laughs) i think if i really tried and kept my hands on at all times and just like focused i'd be able to do it but the point of it is to put your hands in the air so you get that feeling in your gut and that you can scream and that you can get excited and you can I don't know. Enjoy the moment, but yeah, keep I, your see, screams inside your heart. What a word. What a way to word it. Whenever I've like <laughs> ridden massive roller coasters, that that initial drop where you feel like you're floating and it's just totally freaky. I, 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 I have to scream. I have to let my absolute terror. I, I whenever I'm on a roller coaster, my screams reach a pitch, a level I never knew was possible before. <laughs> there are there are some people that like try to scream and nothing comes out. You're fine then. Yeah, that's fine. But I don't know. Like if you can't help it, there's nothing you could really do. Right? Have you ever gone oh, down a roller coaster and it's not? It's kind of a medium size, so you don't quite get the scream, but you start laughing. 
Have you ever gone down a roller coaster laughing before? No. What? <laughs> that, that's happened what? to me a couple times. I feel a little bit insane. Country Mornings with Kyle and Leanne on Country 104.